Okay, so what's that? Yeah, can we just can we just narrate what's going on quickly? Um, so, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are back for season four, episode nine, penultimate episode of uh, season four. But just quickly before we start recording the pod, um, Alex, if you don't already know, is a big fan of the salt spray in the hair, as we can see here. I don't know if we're getting that. We're getting on camera. Okay, salt spray yeah, uh, available at Boots and a lot of people other and, and, and other pharmacies. So we're actually going to give it a go. I've, I've done it once. Don't have a great experience with it. Kind of went a bit. What went wrong with it? Went a bit crusty. Uh, so um, I think you might have put too much. In. Yeah, probably. So we're just going to give it a quick spray now. Where do you want? See it? What happens? I don't know. Just in my hair, to be honest, mate. Far away. Oh, it's close. Okay. Um, so we've just salt sprayed up. Do I put it? Sorry. Do I put my hands in it now? I don't think you need to. Okay. So we salt sprayed. It just feels like my head's a bit wet because. <laughs> Basically, have oh you wow! Seen, have you seen those hairdressing videos of the guy? I was one with John Terry, and he just kept spraying him and kept spraying him and kept spraying. Him. He was drenched, and he turned around. He's like, Are "You trying to give me a shower?" <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that, John Terry. <laughs> exactly. So, um, anyway, Alex is just going. To, Alex is just going to put the uh, salt spray away. But we are kicking off this penultimate episode. We've got loads and loads to cover out today. We haven't really got one specific topic it's not really a deep dive like we did in the nutrition episode last week which i really enjoyed and i've had a lot of great feedback on but we've got a few things that are following on from last week including rate my plate we've got loads of great submissions so thank you to everyone for sending those in we're going to do a bit of under 23s chat we're going to do a little bit of altitude training chat because i'm flying to arizona in a few hours time and we're doing a little bit of quiz um quiz uh <laughs> we're doing a little bit of a quiz at the end with a surprise guest yeah that i may or may not have just, just read seen. their name okay. uh, on the paper but we've got loads to get to first of all alex mate how's your week been i know i only saw you on tuesday yeah it's been a, it's been a tough long week no it's been <laughs> been very good um first thing i want to do is shout out my cousin mm. ollie sutton he's just won the kent schools cup i think i think it's made stone grammar goal and assist oh that's big um, to be fair. and this is this is kind of poignant to me because I actually went to watch this last final in Bromley um, and they actually they actually took the L so Tough. it's all about redemption from them um, and it also links to a question that we've had from um, is it Johanna I think it might be yeah um, about he actually messaged in saying he loves the pod so thank you very much appreciate that but similar to how Ollie Sutton had to deal with the setback how do you deal with setbacks yeah well first of all you know I do really take inspiration um, from people like Ollie and, and, and how they've been able to to come back from from what's probably quite quite tough uh, in the moment, but you know I always talk about um, my COVID setback leading up to the Olympics, and while it's tough at the time, you know allow yourself to be frustrated, allow yourself to be disappointed. Like I'm sure Ollie was after that Bromley game, but tough night in May, tough night in May. But you know if you if you know what you're focusing on and you know your ultimate goal and you know you can almost use it for a force of good. So like like COVID setback, I was like right, can't afford to slip up. I've got to get my head down for the Olympic Games now. I've got to train as hard as I can. So I reckon that probably played into my favour and you know what I'd probably say the same for Ollie as well it's like when we came fifth in the 4 by 2 the year before the Olympics Dave was like that's the best thing that could have possibly happened for the 4 by 2 because you guys are going to be so driven heading into the Olympic Games so hopefully Ollie was able to take a little bit a little bit of that through um, into his game um, and it's a great result for them another Maids Maidstown Maidstone yeah. Maidenhead it's all linked isn't it it's the place to be Maids so, is the place to be and so, talking of Maids I actually joined a Maidenhead Marlin session on Monday that's big so I was in a in a group setup, <laughs> smashing out uh, a few kilometres and also um, I was in Pete Trimpton's lane um, so we enjoyed that and Withers was coaching so he put us through our paces we had a pyramid session um, 
the the mad thing with the the, sw- the swimming stuff is um it, we, there's only an hour yeah so you kind of have to squeeze everything in yeah. you jump in you get a couple of lengths done and then then you're in three seconds yeah goes quick an hour goes quick when you when you're swimming um that's good though and, and a big signing for me now marlin's masters so uh great to have you as a marlin now going forwards um but let's really get sorry that was your week all oh, right my, <laughs> my week <laughs> apologize <laughs> sorry uh my week's good got a trim on thursday but wow. like, like we said and i think a lot of um blokes and maybe women as well who go get trims will agree I that well. it always and so did such actually shout out to Bart's barbers uh shout out to luke banfield my guy from bath who, who comes around and sorts me out um always takes a few days for the trim to marinate i find you know so i've got i get a skin fade but you know i'm out here looking a bit like an ice gem at the moment so uh i don't know whether we're going to release a little bit of um you can't leave this this house for two days no literally yeah i locked myself in my house for 48 hours letting the trim yeah. marinate yeah. um so yeah it's always a bit a bit tough but Got a trim on, on on Thursday. Had a real, real tough week of training. First full week back in, so that was really hard. A lot of VO2 sets, uh, a lot of max kick, um, big aerobic blocks, which was tough. Um, Wednesday, I had we had a great meeting on Tuesday night about some future pod endeavours, which was really exciting. Uh, really, really big meeting, so expect Lovely something. venue on the 10th. Great venue. Um, the new Tapper Riverside development, right by Mainhead, so Shower Hall and Woodhouse. Yeah. Uh, Unlimited Yorkshire Puddings on their Sunday roast. Wow, but Big apparently fan. not the best Sunday roast in Maidenhead. Not the best. According to the person that we met up According with. According to the person who loves the golden ball. Yeah. Which has a bit of a family connection with it you. It does. Because... Because <laughs> Meg Shrimpton works there. Big up Meg Shrimpton. But you know what? It's great having family and friend connection, but when you never see anything of value come from it, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? Really? Just get me a free Sunday roast. Meg Shrimpton, obviously daughter of Pete Shrimpton, who uh, was running rings around you training for that channel swim at the pool the other day yeah. but great venue great meeting Wednesday I had a photo shoot with um uh, a company that I'm working with at the moment which was brilliant only another one o- another one only over in Bourne End so not a million miles away uh it took about four hours did some interviews did some shoots got some really great content so I'm excited to release all of that uh back in on Thursday busy busy day loads of meetings prepping because in a few hours time I'm flying to Phoenix in about wow. four, about five hours time. I'll be on a plane heading over to Phoenix. Uh, 11 hour flight, <clears throat> eight hour time difference. So we're going to have to work with that on the pod going forward. Um, but you're settling into three weeks at altitude. So it's going to be tough. And it's going to be a really great block. But I also, I also, I almost like going on these camps because they're tough because it strips away all the other distractions, you know, of general life and life admin. So it'll be good fun. And I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Um, no, but it'd be, it'd be good for you to get rid of your life. I'd, I'd yeah, it's just like commuting and cooking, mm-hmm. and you know, I get I get drawn out. Like you know, it's so easy in Bath to go out and enjoy yourself and eat out and go out for your J twenty or something like that. And it's kind of like you need to focus on training, just recover. And Dave always stresses that. So it'd be good to get those three weeks uh, of work in. But we're here. It's Saturday morning. We've just been to bake the cafe over the road from Alex's flat. For breakfast, bumped into the river swimmers um, who were there for their morning coffees. Might be listening to the episode for the first time. Let's hope so. We might have just recruited six more listeners. So, um, do you know what percent? That means a lot. That's big. Oh, how that's big. We've, you know, we've had our biggest month ever of listens. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone. We hit over two k, didn't we? Two k. Over two thousand listens. Two k, which is huge. So, thank you, everyone. Um, and that's going to be two k and six two, listeners. Yeah, two thousand six, mate. Wow. Great year. A lot happened that year. What happened for you in 2006? Oh, mate, where to begin? Six years old. 2006. 
Yeah, I was back in my London Ends days. I hadn't even been to Maids. Never been to Maids in my life at that point. That was the countryside for you. Oh, pal, I was out of the big smoke. Actually, no, um, Ealing Broadway would have been the countryside for you. Hayes and Harlington. <laughs> Dad, what's this? <laughs> it's all like a cow for Is the first time. Is that a rat? A big rat. No, that's a cow, son. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving on from 2006, we're heading into our first topic uh, of the pod, which is the announcement from British Swimming of their under-23s European squad selection. So for people who don't know, this year there's the World Champs, which is obviously the headline main event for everyone, but for the swimmers who didn't quite make the World Champs cut at the um, at the British Championships, they're heading to the under-23 European Championships over in Dublin, nonetheless, in summer. And we love Ireland. Um, we love Dublin. We've got a few friends out there who are um, always trying to get us to go for a night out there because it's a lot of fun, apparently. And it's a great, great country. I've heard that from a lot of people who have gone to visit. So I think everyone's going to have a great time when they race mm. out there. It's in August. The team's been selected. Um, there's quite a few big names on the team. And it's going to be, like you said, valuable international experience for every single person going. Um, but some of the headline names that are heading out there is obviously John Adams, who I train with, as well as Ed Mildred, who has been on the pod in the past. Uh, Archie Goodburn and Kira Slosson, both from Edinburgh, uh, which is good. Same with Keanu McKeans, uh, who was at the Commonwealth Games for Scotland, had a great meet. Um, Alex Cahoon, who I raced at Edinburgh, who I did the skins with. And I don't know if you remember, had a little bit of a tough time with a bit of a bad belly. Yeah, I, I like to, in the most respectful way possible, to, to me, he's been man. Um, but but he saw the real and mm, liked it. Mm. So Alex, you're always welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, we had a good head to head on the under three as well at, at trials. So mate, have a great time racing out there. Um, Fleur Lewis is is heading out there as well. Um, Lear Schlossen. Oh, is it? It's sorry. I said Kira Schlossen. It's Lear Schlossen turning out there. Goodness me. I don't know if Kira's okay. Kira's not going, unfortunately. Jack McMillan. I thought he was going to Worlds, or maybe he's doing both. Interesting. Evan Jones, he trains up at um, Sterling with, with, with Duncan. He had, he had a really great meet. I think he's 148 on the um, two and a three, which is brilliant. Nice. And like I said, it's going to be a great, great meet for everyone going out there. I think I've heard America might be doing it. I've I've heard these. Yeah, Len European Championships, the USA SME team. So make of that what you will. Why not? It's a new state in Europe. Yeah, to be fair. Houston's getting involved. Fair. Is it, was there a chat about Australia or is that is that a separate thing? Australia. Oh, them racing. Yeah, I don't that? think so. Just America. I don't think so. So that, um, that's kind of cheeky because the whole point of the under twenty threes is it is it for these swimmers to gain more experience on a on sort of a global stage? I think so. I think that's the, I think that's the plan. You know, I've never I've never this is the first time they've done it. It's new, completely new. I've never heard of a senior meet having an age cap on it like this. Mm. So it is it is really interesting. But it's kind of that. Yeah, it's a step up. You're not a junior anymore. You've done European juniors. You're not quite a world champs Olympic level. I reckon some of the people on this team will go to the Olympics next year. You know, I train with Jono Adams and, and, and Ed Mildred. Obviously, Jono's girlfriend, Ellie, big fan of the pod. Big fan. Uh, always interacting. She's actually got to rate my plate in. We are going to be coming to a rate my plate very shortly. <laughs> Just everyone hold up. Just wait a second. It's going to happen. Rate my plate coming very We will rate your plate. We're coming very, very short. I think there's a jingle in there. And there's a rate my plate jingle. Maybe there's something I can make up before this episode comes out. <laughs> a little song or something, yeah. Anyway, um, it's going to be good. It's going to be some interesting racing. And um, it's it's just great having a summer meet to focus on. That's the most important thing. Like summer nationals up in Ponds Forge, it's good. But you really want some international racing against other country at a proper senior meet. Um, and I believe one of the Bath coaches, Callum Jarvis, 
mm-hmm. will be going as one of the coaches at Dublin. So obviously I raced with him, Olympic champion on the four by two at the Tokyo Games uh, two years oh, ago. Oh wow, so he's already made that transition. He's already made wow, coaching. He coached the Bath, he's the assistant coach. I had a meeting with him yesterday, doing some British champs breakdown. So yeah, he'll be a great coach and it'd be great for him to get his first taste of international racing. Nice. And that's the lens under 23s. It's, wouldn't you be eligible for that? Yeah. I would be, because I'm 22 years of age. That's mad to think. It's like um, sometimes with um, in the footballing world, they have like reserve games or under 18s. Yeah. But then they're allowed to have like three people over 18. So it just seems so you can have like some unreal senior players. So you could just have someone rocking up if they're coming back from injury. That'd be cool. So hope hopefully <laughs> it's, a, it's a strict cap. <laughs> to be fair, the um southeast region regional championships are going on, like the, the junior, the kids races at the moment. So William, my little brother's racing there this weekend up in Wickham. And Paul, my old coach from Maidenhead, reached out to me a few weeks ago and said, Would you mind swimming the four by two hundred meter relay for us um at uh, at the regionals this weekend? And I said, I'd love to. I'd love to don the maidenhead cap again, you know, the black Get and green. Back. But unfortunately, I'm flying to America um, later this afternoon. But you have gone back and done a relay, though, haven't you? I did one relay for them. I did one relay for them at the Arena League Championship. That poor boy. So, well, <laughs> it next to you. wasn't even a boy. <laughs> so, a bit of context. The Arena League is like a, a kids' junior competition, okay, for like, you know, for, for, for young athletes, young swimmers who are still at club programs and kind of clubs go head to head and it's a bit of a inter-club it's, competition. It's a big meet though. It is a big meet and there's, there's leagues. So Maidenhead, obviously, because we're a smaller club, generally we sit in some of the lower leagues and stuff like that. So the competition is not as high pitched as if you're like racing against like Millfields and Sheffields and, you know, these really big clubs. Um, but a few years ago, Paul asked me to come back and do a relay for them. And I said, look, I'm not going to do loads of races. I don't want to do any individual races. And that's just, I'm not taking kids spots you know me coming back that's just not a good look can you imagine the the kids having a chat with their parents i've, I've not been selected yeah, not been selected. how come Why? he's doing it because <laughs> he's come back and and <laughs> anyway um we i did a relay uh, i was home for the weekend anyway because i was flying to abu dhabi the next day for the world short course championships and i swam on a really relay a mixed four by 50 meter relay yes and i was anchoring so i took over from william dean and i dived in about 10 metres behind some poor girl who was anchoring for some other club, you know, Reading or Talhurst. I can't remember where they were swimming for. Mate, I got my from head down, straight arm, spun, didn't even breathe. <laughs> Mate, I bombed it, swung my arm over for the last touch, beat her by 4-100 for oh, the second. Man. Okay. And all the maidenhead lot are going mad. So it was the last race of the night. They were all going mad. They're like cheering, jumping up, <laughs> slapping. They're like, everyone high five and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't celebrate. I can't be oh, seen to be celebrating. So I just said, um, like, next time, love. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, well done. You're I kind of I kind of want to hear from the person bit of that was in that race. Yeah, it's wrong time to make quit that day. We could yeah, yeah. never swim again. We could get them on as, as a guest as the pod. Do, to be fair, that'd be good fun. To so if, if you are that girl, then get in touch with the pod. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have a chat about that. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to to that meet. Um, and and elsewhere, a bit more meat news. I guess you're you're in the final echelons of planning your summer. Yeah. Um, new race on the calendar. Yeah. So I'm going out to altitude for three weeks while the rest of Bath do the Mayor Nostrum series, which I normally do. Yes. Can I say why? The, why is it just? Well, I did want to touch on this. It's only you from Bath going. Isn't yeah. It? So normally the altitude camps are Dave Hemmings group from Loughborough and Stephen Tiggs group from Sterling. They're normally the only two that go. Bath excluded. Bath. Well, we normally we just don't do it. It's just mm. not because we go to Australia when they go to altitude. Mm. So it's just not really the done thing. But this year, it was not for those two squads. It was for if you qualify for world champs, you get offered the camp. Pardon me. So um, 
I got offered the camp and I really wanted to do it. I want to try out this year because year before the Olympics, see if it works. If it does, I'll do it next year. That kind of Makes thing. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Tiggy's, Stephen Tiggs and Dave Hemming's group, they're the two main groups going. Um, but I'm tagging along as well. People like Freya and Jimmy, they just didn't even want to do it. They just didn't fancy it. They'd rather stay, train with Dave and race at the Mare Nostrums. Yeah. And um, uh, that's, that's what they want to do. And then the other people who were kind of on the fence from Bath who have qualified for world champs, like... Uh, Luke Turley, uh, Cam Brooker, uh, Brody Williams. Their coach Dave and Jamie at Bath said, "No, we'd rather you stay here and get some racing experience." But I've done the men Ostrom so many times. Yeah, I, like, I want to try altitude. So they're racing Barcelona and Cane while I'm at altitude. I train up altitude. I've got two races before World Champs. I've got one in London, um, which is that AP race, and then a few weeks after, that, I'm going to Rome for the SETI Collie meet, which is a really exciting meet. You know, that's a huge one. That's a real big one between now and World Champs because um, it's a really prestigious meet and people race normally really quickly there. Fast pool. Very fast pool. Outdoor pool. Outdoor pool. It's, well, you know it better than anyone else. But Rome in June is going to be lush, mate. Benny P went 21-1 for 53 there. Just to put that in perspective for everyone, the Olympics was won in 21-4. who's three-tenths of a second <laughs> quicker than what won the Olympics at this non... It's not even a focused meet. It's just such a fast meet. I don't know why it's so quick, but apparently people just swim rapid there. Mate, three tenths of a second over 50 is that's, that's unheard of. You could get a bus in there. Mate, you, the, the top five are normally split by a few, a handful of hundredths of a yeah. second. He was three tenths of what, you know, won the Olympics. So, um, as in the Rio Olympics. Um, but yeah, mate, a rapid, rapid time on the fastest swims ever, anyone's ever, ever done. So it's a quick meet. That's what I'm doing. We've got holding, we've got a little training camp in France. Um, in Champagne, um, and then we, uh, which is the same place as the holding camp for Paris is going to be. Ah, oh, there fly, we go. And then we fly, to Japan. we fly to Japan for the world, and that's actually where Champagne comes from. Yeah, so yeah, it is. <laughs> no, any, any more? Um, no, but you when you go there, you can find it out. Yeah, we probably won't be on the Champagne, though, unfortunately. You so, might have a tour of the vineyards. Yeah, I had to get, um, yeah, it'll just have to be the non alcoholic stuff. Remember once I went out for dinner here in Maids and I went with my sister we went for like a Chinese or something no I can't remember what it was went out for an Italian or something and she got a cocktail and I said oh um this was this was a week before I flew to the Olympic Games okay and I said to the waiter oh I'll just get a um I'll just get a lemonade please he was like he was like what I was like oh just just a lemonade just, just a lemonade just a lemonade please please man he goes oh not many blokes order that I'm like, how about you jog on, mate? Okay, and stop being rude. How about you come to the Olympics next yeah. week as well, and then we'll see how that lemon I just want to. a San Pellegrino, mate. That's all I want. So, yeah, yeah I do get violated for that sometimes. In, especially if you're in champagne country, not drinking champagne. Yeah. Um, Can I get schlur, please? Like, Sorry. You might sl- get kicked out the establishment. Yeah, might get my visa revoked or something for that. But no, people do. Um, how are you going to hide that anyway? That's not going to pop up Oh, when it comes in. We, we may have just had our guest come so we've in. just got a guest join the pod anyway we've got a few more things we need to touch oh. on before we do the quiz because we're rattling through this we're rattling through it. um talking of champagne yes what would you have with champagne with champagne i don't know i don't really drink champagne that often if so you were if i were having something with champagne i'd probably have some nibbles okay some canapes would you have a plate of food oh probably not a whole plate but if i had to submit something to rate my plate then i think i might have to and that is a very, very nice progression into Rate My Plate. We've got some great submissions being sent in, including ones from Alicia Tor, L, Miguel, Rory, Luke Booth, and 
Oh, you, me, <laughs> me, as in, as in Alex Sutton. I had a Nando's last night. Do you want to kick, do you want to kick it off Let's my kick Nando's? Off Nando. Wait, let me guess. Before I even look, let me guess. Um, knowing you, Super Greens. <laughs> do you want to guess the sauce, how hot it was? Plain. Lemon and herb. I, medium. Okay, medium. So Ladies and gentlemen, we've got medium sauce. So it's going to be a phyllo pitter. That's Adam. He actually set a shout out to Adam. He he set a five k PB last night. Yeah, hitting the twenty flat. Twenty flat. That's nice, so nice. that's my meal. Do you want to talk? Oh, to buffalo burger, about? garlic yeah. bread, and peri salted chip. Two sides. Two sides. Yeah, well, you get the combo, don't you? Is that is that sunset burger? Uh, I think so. Mate, I love a sunset They're burger. Really good, aren't they? Oh, interestingly, talking about five k times, I was speaking to a friend of ours, friend of the pod, George Tapton. He's telling me about that marathon runner. Yeah. Oh my goodness me. Sorry, I've just seen a rain my plate. We're gonna get on to a second, but I just want to shout out the winner of the London marathon. Do you know him personally? Yeah, great pals, mate. Great pals. Who actually um, did his 5K between 30 and 35K in 30 minutes. 50, that's that's a joke. Um, they do a lot of altitude training themselves. They do. Galen Rupp trains at Flagstaff. Mm. But I didn't realise he's been done for... Well, he has links to Salazar. Who doesn't have links to Salazar? Do you know who also has links to Salazar? Sir. We won't go there. We won't <laughs> go there. It got dropped in the last okay. rate, So first, first rate my plate. Just coming from uh, Alicia. Uh, Thai chicken with cashew nuts. Okay, I think we'll get this on the Instagram because I don't think it's going to work visually. How that? What are you thinking there? Oh, Alicia, I love, I love the plan and the cashews. Look nice, but your chicken. You've got to be seasoning. Where's the carrot? Where's the cherry? I'm sorry, Alicia. I'm so plain this. That, that chicken kind of looks a bit undercooked. That chicken is... Oh, it's a bit of onion, hopefully. Okay, fingers crossed. the chicken's looking plain, love. <laughs> you still out. I'm not going to say I'd, I'd send that back. Sorry. But I like the idea. You I think something. keep the cashews as the nibbles, mm. and then we build from there. Oh, you got more cashews and chicken in there. <laughs> no, that's that. <laughs> the cashew curry with a sprinkle of chicken on top, isn't it? No, thank you, Alicia. Nice, we, Alicia. We enjoyed that. Where are we going next? Oh, this is someone you know and used to live okay. with. Okay, so I used to live with two boys, Rory. Well, I used to have three lads, Rory, Rory... um. And Fred and Jay, so they're the three boys from uni that I used to live with last year. And Fred, every night for dinner, would have put the oven on. He never used any utensils apart from the oven. You don't need them. And he would have frozen veg and chicken, like in the oven, breaded chicken. There's no carb there. Once, we all went home for the weekend, okay? He was obviously making his chicken, chicken dinner on a Friday night. Everyone went home for the weekend. The next month, our bills were really high. Boy left the oven on for four days oh, in our house because he was making his, his. You know, you would have thought he used it so often that you would have thought he'd remember. To he send forget it off. That, yeah, remember. So anyway, bit plain for okay. friends. So I'm not getting that high rating. Right, let's move on to Miguel. This I've, I'm feeling that there's a lot of stir fry vibe mm. from our listeners. I like the angle, Miguel. This one's really, yeah. This is a real bird's eye view. Um, a little bit of is that coriander, maybe some chives or something possibly, in there. Uh, what meat is that? Uh, pork. I'm gonna go on a limb and say it looks it's actually got a bit of sauce alicia mm. we might have to send you this because this is what flavoring alicia have like a look at this us. so um i don't know if you can see alicia it. miguel chat uh yeah things you, out. Need to, you need to start Maybe they should do a come down with me oh can you imagine just we should do a come down with me cleanest come down with me ever <laughs> season it with pepper or something like that <laughs> that's what i do i don't mind yeah to be fair. Um, miguel i like this one i think a little bit more sauce there so yeah, i think that's, that's probably getting probably there it's, it's it's yeah winning uh, miguel you're winning at the moment mate. well done miguel um, yeah, I think we should to drop these. Um, let's go, Stephen, because this is a slightly oh, different meal. Stephen, that's and brilliant. if Stephen's made this by hand, this is going to be tough to beat. He's gone for the chicken katsu curry, a real. Stephen. I would order that in Waggers, and I'd be very happy if that's what got put on my because plate. Because the sauce rice chicken ratio is brilliant. You've got loads of veg. It's not an easy meal to make, you know. Because I've made it with some people in the past, especially when you, 
Look how he's even sliced a chicken up like they're doing the restaurant. Yeah. Stephen, I'm putting you in first place. Stephen, you're in first place as long as that hasn't been delivered. And you yeah, if, you, if you've done a waggers delivery and put it on your plate yeah, and sent it in. I love his hallway as well. That's a really long mat. <laughs> you must have very clean floors. Yeah, rate the flip-flops. So Air Force are a bit battered, though. Yeah. Well, you've got that the towel. Yeah, I clean, my, clean the Reeboks quite really. Um, okay, let's go to, let's go to Ellie. Ellie's this short. Oh, love. They're not plainer. This is this is oh, new. Ellie. Oh, that mouth is actually getting dry. That is, that is the driest stir fry I've ever seen in my life. You got about two bits of broccoli. Why can no one season their chicken? No. I'm sorry. What is it with our demographic think, of listeners? Thing is, I think even a bit of baked beans would, unless John baked beans, <laughs> bit of ketchup would even be better. Yeah. Um, unless Jono's made that for you. Then you know, I think you might need to sort that out a little bit, Ellie. It's, a, it's a strong, it's a strong uh, application. Uh, Victoria, Victoria's uh, often, a colleague of yours. Often gets him. Oh, this actually looks quite nice. Victoria, she's she's dropped what it is. It's if that's sriracha on top. I didn't even know how to say that word. It's sriracha noodles with chili crispy haddock. It's the winner. Okay, well we'll decide that oh, right. Yeah, I don't Victoria, think so but that is you know what's professional is the that onion. What do you call it? Mm. Crisp leek. What, no, it's the thin onion. They slice it dead thin. It looks like a mini leek. Yeah, spring we'll, onion, we'll spring onion. That. The sliced spring onion yeah, sprinkled on top and the sauce. It looks like, like, um, like an ice cream sauce. Like the haddock would be crispy, sauce. to be fair. You know what? I, that might even be... A little bit burnt, though. Yeah, that one bit of haddock in the middle, you were going to win until I saw that one you bit think of haddock. maybe in hide it underneath. No, that's good. Though. It looks professional as well. It does look professional. And finally, um, the man himself, Mr. Mr. Luke Booth. He's actually ill at the moment. Oh, sorry, Lukey. So we're hoping for a bounce back, but he's he submitted a rate my plate from months that ago. That salad looks like, you know, when it's summer and your mum just like does picky bits and like throws the bits together, the salad's looking a bit, looking a bit dry, but Lovely wedges wedges. look right. Um, and bit of seasoning. I'm going to say, is that chicken with tomato and cheese on top yeah, of it? I think so. Never actually seen that before. So I don't know so what you'd call that, but... Who's your winner? My winner is probably... I think Miguel, you got, I think the choice is Miguel, it was Stephen or Victoria. Stephen, is that the Katsu Curry? Yeah. Stephen. I think they're, they're our top three. You made the podium. So Victoria and Miguel. We'll get those plates out there. Stephen, that Katsu Curry looked unreal. Thank you for all the submissions, including the Nando's from yourself, Alex. Um, moving on. Let's move on. Oh, here we go. This is what I'm excited about. We've got a guest. So we've got a guest that was supposed to be a surprise guest. Um, Just not a surprise. Now. Always great to see producer lucy hello we've got producer lucy we had a few connection issues sorry um, the surprise guest is um producer lucy morning lucy you. morning we hello. actually oh. got visuals on you right now unfortunately oh so, gosh. for a producer i would have thought that'd be yeah honor. that's pretty embarrassing isn't it yeah slightly is this are you like this at work as well no 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 this is because oh, we've got two lucy's, two lucy's. No. Your dog coming out. <laughs> oh, you're in the shed. In okay. the shed. So we need to remove Lucy's this in. Um, yeah, get that removed. Get, get it removed. Lucy's in the See shed, which later. is where we've what where we've recorded a number of pods in the past. No, thanks for joining us, Lucy. Um, for Don't this. Tell me. Episode. It feels good being on this side of the camera. Yeah. Well, obviously, as as a lot of you know, um, Lucy puts together a lot of the reels and a lot of the social media content. So what's what's it like working for the weekly freestyle? What are the oh, key benefits? Great. Other um, than the three Range Rovers you bought, uh, demanding WhatsApps from your brother at all times Ooh, of the day. Okay, you know. got that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not demanding. 
And can I just say, one of the hosts didn't even follow me on Instagram. Oh! Three days ago. <laughs> I was convinced I had followed you. Yeah, That's so was I. Yeah, weird. Must hey. have got... Must have got lost. <laughs> Must have got lost in the post. Don't Sorry about that. No, Sorry no, about that. No, no. Um, yeah, well, I thought you were going to come and um, celebrate the big 23rd of me the other week, well, but shame that shame that couldn't happen, but we'll move on. Here we are. We'll, it's, we'll move on. it's all fine now. It's all yeah, fine it now. It's all fine now. Um, over to you, I think I think you've got a few questions, Lucy. I do. So, For the quiz if section, anybody yeah. knows anything about Alex, they will know that he is a diehard Liverpool fan. Is that fair to say? No, that's very fair to that's say. I'm fair. just wondering whether my Liverpool knowledge is about to get tested. And then I, I've been told that, Tom, you are also a Liverpool fan. He's also Scouse. So, yeah, so, my um, for people who don't know, my family are from Liverpool, so hence a Liverpool so fan. So it should be quite an equal round. But I don't think I'm quite as up to speed <laughs> but, with Liverpool knowledge as um, Alex, but also... I've, shout out to Chris Sutton. He helped me a lot with these questions. So. Oh, my God. Also, Chris Sutton, isn't he like a... Like a commentator about Liverpool or something. I always see the guy oh, from Chris Sutton yeah, on, on Five Live. Five Live and stuff like that. Excelsic. Is he? Yeah, he's always on Five Live. And I'm like, God, how's he fit that around yeah, like driving quite busy. Tessie and stuff like that? <laughs> Golf. Golf, yeah. Oh. Lambord. A lot of Facebook action as well. All <laughs> our emojis. Um, yeah, so we are doing the weekly freestyles, weekly. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Quiz. I'm so, going to get violated. Let's get to it. Yeah, but imagine if I lose. That's yeah, that will be way more embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, so what, what questions have you got then? Okay, so first question is who can get closest? Okay, so you both get one guess. You, okay. sh- you should be able to get this, I think. I don't know. Okay. So how many league titles have Liverpool won? Okay, I've got two numbers in my head. This is going to be so... Tom's definitely going to go first. Yeah, all right, I've got a number in my head. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go four. I'm just trying to think back to when I was in the director's box, oh, yeah. uh, just after the Olympic Games. Actually, you know, <laughs> when you're watching, I was, Kenny I was, I was chatting to Kenny. Um, yeah, Ken, Ken Dog. What are we talking about? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go for eight. I'm definitely gonna win this. It's it's eighteen or nineteen, and okay. I think I think it's nineteen. Alex, you're correct. Oh. <laughs> you're only eleven out, mate. Uh, it's fine. Now. It was a close guess. Okay, yeah, one point, Alex, so far. I'm buzzing. I think I'm behind in the series, though. Oh, well, yeah. I hope you're behind in the series. Alex has embarrassed himself enough in this series, so don't worry. Can, we, can the oh, next wow. one be like 200 freestyle world record progression? You, or you get the mystery. Oh, I'll get the mystery, mate. Okay, next question. So this is one for you, Tom. So I'm going to give you multiple choice. Oh, okay. So right. You've got okay. to save your grace. Thanks, Lucy. Out of these three, who was the top goal scorer? A, Robbie Fowler, B, Steven Gerrard, or C, Mo Salah? I'm going to go for, as in like total. As in, in all competitive matches. At Liverpool. At Liverpool. That's tough, that. Fowler. Unfortunately, it was Steven Gerrard. That's, I wouldn't have guessed Gerrard. I wasn't going to go. Out of those three, it was. They all add up to. Yeah. Okay, Alex, so this is sort of a follow-up question. So how many goals... Has Steven so this Gerrard scored? This is to go 2-0 up. <laughs> You've got to get it right first, mate. Has Steven Gerrard scored? So, is it A, 126? A okay, I'll write these down. No, you don't get it here in twice. 126. <laughs> yeah, that's A. B, 156. Oh, wow. Or C, 186. 
That's a lot of goals. Yeah, it's quite tricky to join the 100 club in the Premier League. So I'm going to go 126. You are incorrect. Wow. It's 186. <laughs> 186. That's mad. Oh, no, but this is all time. It wouldn't just be Premier League. Yeah, oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still only one up. Next one is it's gonna you're gonna take it in turns to name one of these things. Okay. So name That's the right. cities where Liverpool have won their European Cups. Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go I first. think Tom, you should go first. Okay. Well, they've won, like where the finals have been held. No, where yeah. they've won the final. All European Cups. The, the six of them. Yeah. I'm going to start off with... The most recent one. Well, obviously the most recent one, which was in... <laughs> I was out in Madrid, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Um, okay, correct. Alex, you're good. Yeah, the, the, the other one, the one before that was Istanbul. That was going to be my next answer. <laughs> well, that's all I've got, isn't it? No, Tom, come on. You can do this. Come on. Oh, thanks, Lucy. Well, you said that. Yeah. You, I think you could, you could get lucky with a European city guess. Yeah. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Barcelona. Unlucky. I don't think that's on there. No, uh, it's not. Alex, surely, have I won then? Uh, no, you've got to get this correct. Okay. Um, Paris. Correct. They won it in Wembley, didn't they? Yes. And they also won it in Rome, where you swam. Yeah. There's I was going to say Rome. Five. And then the sixth one gonna, is... Oh. What's the sixth one then? Munich. No. Bit of a trick question, this. Ooh. Uh, Liverpool. No. no. Not that, not that tricky. I'm going to go with <laughs> Milan. Oh, was it won twice? Someone. It was. In London? No. Oh. Paris? It's Rome. Uh, okay. It's Rome twice. Well, fair enough. Okay, so Alex is 2-0 up. Do you want to... I've got, I've got a next... The next one can be closest to. Okay, okay we'll, we'll call this the last question then. Golden goal. Yeah. Okay, so in the past 10 league games, how many... Li- goals have Liverpool scored against Man United the last 10 times they've played they've played each other Man U and Liverpool yeah it's a lot of goals <laughs> also sorry if you're a Man U fan but we don't allow that on the podcast <laughs> sorry if you're a Man U fan but stop listening right now <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot all right I've gone I've seven, got in my head. six okay I'll go for 47 oh I was gonna go 36 well, Tom would be closer. It was oh. 27. Wow. Mad. And doesn't really affect the outcome of this result, Not though, really. does it? No, 2-1. For reference, Man U scored six. That's no, bad. Bloody hell. Chris will be happy. That's the oh, thing. he'll be loving that. So just to reiterate, it was Man U six, Liverpool 26. 27. Sorry, 27. Wow. That's like a cricket score. Oh, bloody hell. Wow. Outrageous. <laughs> Um, it's good to be fair. So it's almost three every average and three every. Three. I was thinking average today, and I was thinking, but we scored seven. So, see, I was going to pitch it in the mid twenties, and you started talking about sevens. I was like, okay, that kind of. So you should have stuck to your gut there, Tom. Yeah, you're right, Lucy. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, look, thank you very much for that. That was really, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. All parties involved. No um, thank ne- you. Next one. I'll next one. one. I'm going to do something really. You tell me what you want it on. I'll find it. And like I'll... something that I like. And I'll beat. Out I'll beat you on it. All right, mate. Okay. Okay. Um, well, no thank... offense, you do have a whole swimming podcast. Oh yeah, you make a good point. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, you make. Yeah, point. that's fair. That is fair. So uh, actually, all things considered, you hold your own very well on a swimming podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Much more than I think I could hold my own on a football podcast. I appreciate that. Um, producer Lucy, thank you so much. What's What's next for the podcast and your big plans then? Because we, you, you pull the strings. We're just the puppets, aren't we? Um, so. uh, you know, big, big things. You mm. guys actually, uh, this would be a nice way to end the episode. At least you can stay on merch. 
merch. Well, obviously, you know, the podcast is just the revenue of pulling in fourth Range Rover on the way for Lucy. <laughs> yeah. What, what colour is it this time? Oh, this time it's a nice lilac. Nice. Nice, very nice. You bought a new house over in uh, in Henley, didn't you? You know, the big oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right bedroom. Yeah, big six bedroom. Thought so. Yeah, so um, it's that. going well. Big moves. Big moves for the uh, for the pod. But um, no, thanks for all your help, Lucy, and for the quiz. No worries. Yeah. Lucy, um, I will see you in Cambridge later. Yeah. You need to get to the airport. Pack your bag. I do. I've got to yeah. shoot off. I've got a flight in a few hours. Heading up to Phoenix. Right. Well, that was fun. That was good. Yeah, actually, big up Lucy for coming in and, and doing yeah, that. And Chris Sutton for writing the questions. Thank you kindly. Bad um, appreciate that. I think we, yeah, that's one all now, isn't it, on the quiz? Yeah. Well, we drew one, I think. I think we should do one that we mutually, something we mutually have interest in. Okay. Like. But we both have interest in Liverpool. Yeah, no, but something we have a similar level of knowledge yeah, on. Fair. So maybe a slightly more obscure topic. Okay. I don't know, like capitals, I don't know, or something to do with geography. You did geography at your level, yeah. didn't you? No, we'll find someone. We'll, we'll find, find someone. someone. Town planning. Yeah, let's do it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I think that's everything, that's isn't it? it? Yeah, I'm done. So I think we're going to wrap up there. The next two pods will be recorded. No, sorry, we've got one more Last pod. Last episode of the season four. We'll wrap up season four, so we'll definitely do something really exciting for that. If you've got any suggestions, uh, we'll probably play a little game or something. And then, obviously... The last one of the next series will be the big 50th episode, which we have got a massive plan for. Fireworks. Part, literally fireworks, oh, because sure. we touched on... We'll it. actually set up a fire... I'm fine yeah, why not? We'll set up in, in this room, mate. I don't care. We'll set one off in this flat right now. Um, no, we, we've touched on some of the ideas we've had on one of the previous episodes, but we've got that to look forward to. I've got to head off to America. The next few pods will be recorded with a bit of a time zone difference. Can you bring me something back for the pod? What do you want? Uh... <laughs> Just get me some. I'll get you some stuff. merch. I'll get you some flags. There must now. be some good running. Oh, mate. Well, it's it's Northern Arizona University. And obviously, mm. a lot of runners train up there. So, mate, there's some. Cool Even merch. if it's just like a bag of like altitude air and I'll breathe it in. Yeah, all right. Should I do that? Yeah. I might get a sandwich bag. <laughs> I'm going to zip up it because I've got a Ziploc bag. Write my name on it. And then on... <laughs> if I forget, then down in the car park before I come up, I'll just. But um, no. <laughs> That yeah, sounds good. I'll bring you an altitude yeah, airbag. And I'll right. I'll take the altitude live on air. Yeah, that'll be good. And then we'll <laughs> feel like <laughs> <loaf. laughs> it's like brown bread, like you just oh, oh, got anyway. No, anyway. thank you everyone for listening. Um we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks guys. Bye bye. Have a good Wednesday.